1: The sure bet is on the Canopy Group. Everyone is going mad in March trying to narrow the field down to 16. It's as simple as that. Options. Life is all about having options. Ricey here for the Canopy Group, and they have the Savory 16. The Canopy Group has 16 different insurance companies, giving them options to provide you the best home and auto insurance coverage at the best price. The difference is that the Canopy Group, their tournament never ends. They continue to use their sixteen. 16 different companies to match you with the company providing the best coverage at the best price and they do this year in and year out. Get in the game. Contact the Canopy Group and get them working on your brackets. Bracketology isn't foolproof. The sure bet is on the Canopy Group, saving you an average of $810 on your home and auto insurance annually. Call 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com and they will check out your Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Welcome back from Fargo, Mr. Puck. Yes, it uh, was a fine game. Two very good teams. And uh, until they got the 3-1 goal, you weren't sure the... uh, the Huskies had a wide open net that would have made it two to two about halfway through the second period. I don't know how the guy shot the puck into the side of the net instead of into the net, but mm-hmm. that happens, I guess. It's a frantic time, and then after that, uh, uh, as I pointed out, uh, they got the goal to go ahead three to one. A uh, th- the number three overall choice in the NHL won the draw. Fed the puck to a second-round draft choice who got a screen from a second-round draft choice uh, to score the three-one goal. They got some talent on that outfit. Oh God, <laughs> that first line they got we talked some, about. They yeah, got, uh, not only them, defensemen. But, uh, the def- They got defensemen. They don't know what to do with. They got They dress seven of them, and and uh, Coster's uh, looks a little undersized, but uh, I don't know. The rest of them are. They're gonna. Yeah. How many guys will be playing in the NHL next month? Uh, there, there won't be much time. For, favor. Yeah, nice Knives. Cooley, I don't think. I don't know what. No, Cooley, I don't think. What's going to happen they with him? They don't think he's going to go, but even if he does, he's going to wait. But. Uh, yes. But uh, the. Uh, Lacombe. who's Who's got his. Anaheim. right. No, they won't make the playoffs. So oh, they're terrible. The, he'll play like a – if he plays, it'll be one game, right? Yeah, so. and they might
2: not want to burn the first year of his contract, yeah. his kind of, But he could step it. Yes. Like yeah. he oh, would have yeah, no problem. Yeah, he could,
1: yeah. Yeah, oh, that's Hell, I'm he'll saying, step but, it and be one of their better I defensemen. I mean, Isle
2: – is Toronto going to make the playoffs? Oh, God, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, he'll be on that. He'll yes. be there with them. Yeah, he is going to uh, – he's going to walk into a situation where the pressure is going to be – a. Immense. He's seen as a, like a savior. Uh, type, are they Toronto. Getting, are they
1: getting big pub up there? Oh he God! I,
2: he's been getting big pub for a year and a half, not two years. Uh, Moscow told me he'd like to, he'd actually
1: like to come back, but he doesn't. He doesn't think Toronto will let him. You know, not, no, Toronto, he's got
2: but, no chance. No,
1: I mean they they want him to. Uh, so he, uh, it it doesn't really. Uh, they're gonna lose five, six guys, seven guys, but. What they got coming in is, uh, you know, I mean, they got her going for sure. Go for That's hockey's for sure. back. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. Apparently, this Steve Miller guy, I don't know what a good recruiter is, but he's like a hockey genius. Really? You know, yeah, he's been an assistant all around. And when he decided he was going to leave, where was it? Wherever it was, it was five or six teams trying to hire him, I guess, to be a uh, huh. assistant. Motzko got him here, but uh he sees all and he knows everybody. So I, I think he's more of a, he's a tactician genius uh, that, that, than he is a uh, the recruiter. But he's got the, you know, he's obviously got the recruiters, Motzko. So, I wonder, you know, his ace recruiter ended up at August, is the new coach at Augustana. Are they starting next year? That I don't know. I think they're starting next year. You're not. It's not like they're going to be stealing players from the golfers. Right. But uh, that Rob owner, the guy who was with him in Saint Cloud. Robo Roboyn, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's the he's the head coach
2: down there. But uh, I don't know. Uh, it'll be an upset if they lose. Yeah, it'll be a, d- a big disappointment. Big disappointment this time around.
1: Yeah, and BU Last time you kind of, you know, you thought Mankato was better than them. You didn't know if they were five-one better like right. they were last year, but. Yeah, B, who's who's BU? Who who ended up finally at BU after they got
2: rid of the guy that was there for a hundred years? Who's the BU coach? Do we know? Uh yeah, um, Pandolfo, the guy he he's got that played in the league. I think he was with like Boston or something. Okay, all right. Yeah, he he's their coach because uh, Quinn was there, right? And mm-hmm. he left for yes. the Ranger job. Yes, and now he's with the Sharks. Uh
1: you ever been to that campus? It's uh Commonwealth Avenue goes right through the middle of it the train. It is an urban urban campus mm-hmm. in a in a big town. The arena's like nothing special. It's amazing how uh well they do. You know Boston College out there on the hill. Oh god yeah. picturesque. Boston. They, and they got and money out think there. think about money <laughs> and the NBU uh, hangs in there with them. So Yep. You know if if they decided on a system for their winter hockey tournament, mm-hmm.
0: the Gophers,
1: St. Cloud, Mankato, Bemidji, and UMD. If if they decided on a system, or if they just had the guts to throw Bemidji out, just say sorry, fellas, go <laughs> go play somebody else, yeah. right? Yeah. If they just made it, UMD, St. Cloud, Mankato, Gophers, and they they gave it a good name like the Herbie. The Herbie, you've been. What at- if it what if it succeeded? because I insist the bean pot is a success because they call it the bean pot. So be, I'm going to the bean pot. Well, you know, I'm not if they had to say. Yeah. I'm going to the Boston Metro uh playoff winter classic. Nobody go, but they get to go to the bean pot. It's old. here they gave it some dumbass title, the Minnesota
2: something. You know. The Beanpot's genius too because it's played on Mondays, consecutive Monday yes, nights. Yes, right. So they didn't try and shoehorn it into a weekend. weekend yes, it, that's true. The Beanpot yeah. is so well done. Yes, but they <laughs> they the idea of the North Star Cup, like the tournament idea, yes. was great. They.
1: They screwed
2: on it. up! They screwed it up awful. We used to talk about the idea, and that's when you said, yeah. "Call it the Herbie." Call it the
1: Herbie. Well, but then he never had anything at UMD. He loved all hockey. He's got a statue <laughs> well, in front of the yeah. building.
2: Yeah, he
1: doesn't. He doesn't make any difference if he never coached UMD or Bemidji yeah. or I, I don't know. I'm uh, with you. I was with you then. With you now. My other idea, which is not far fetched. Uh-huh. For college hockey. Steal North Dakota for the Big Ten. Tuscaloosa. It's the Tuscaloosa of college hockey, Grand Forks. And they, you know, they got Notre Dame mm-hmm. as a one off. They got Johns Hopkins and Lacrosse as a one off, which I don't I there's only five or six teams. But uh you go get North Dakota and uh and and you got an eight team league then. They gotta get an eight team league because – this it's stupid, the Gophers, I think it was an advantage against St. Cloud. St. Cloud, the last, the weekend of the Big Ten quarterfinals, UMD was ending, it. I mean, St. Cloud was ending its season with a regular season series against UMD. And then the Gophers get to play. In the semifinals of the Big Ten, one game yes. against Michigan State. Meanwhile, St. Cloud has a three-game war with UMD, yep. which is attempting to advance, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's a bad mistake by that uh, NCHC. They want to draw people and, and sell tickets. But I think it's, that should be a one-off, don't you think? Instead of a best oh, instead of, of, having best of a, a three, first round, best
2: of three, oof. But that, I'm with you. The Big brutal. Ten, that, that's always been my thing with the Big Ten. They needed more schools to trigger it, or they should have had more schools, and now they still need more schools. Yes, they do. And I think you got to stop waiting for Iowa, Illinois, and no, Nebraska. And then, and, then, you know, and then if they were to start, you'd have to wait eight, yes. six years for yes. them to be worth it. North day. Dakota would be great, but they're too cheap. They, they don't want to share the money. No, that's the trouble. And yeah, you're getting this god-awful
1: owners. football coming in, give <laughs> You
2: know, you know.
1: Give I love that idea. Give North Dakota fifteen million to switch. Yep. You know, and guarantee him so much. And that's How basically a
2: professional program, which yeah. is what makes it great.
1: Yes, they're and they're they're not happy right now. With uh, I'd say, good old Brad Berry has about one more year, and they'll run him out. But um, if they don't, if they if they stay this mediocre, but uh, the other possibility, mm-hmm. and I don't know about Arizona State, but. The other possibility is both North Dakota and Denver, and then maybe Arizona State becomes the 10th. But I'm. They don't like Arizona State for the trip. But once they get there, they like it. There's a break in the middle of the winter. I know. was going to
2: say who doesn't like the, the, no, the, teams the, don't? the teams? I I don't think the coaches do. You
1: know that they got to make that trip down there and back, and fly you used to have to go to Alaska. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. But one every, but Penn State is that's a long hump.
2: Yeah, you know? well, that's a
1: pain in the ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, pain. Yes, it is. Arizona State's State, State, a great
2: trip, but <laughs> yeah. don't get
1: Arizona State as your eighth team. That, right, that adds no. class. I like your North Dakota. That yes. adds no class, and then Mankato just steps in and replaces North Dakota, and they're they're okay. But if they lose Denver, then I don't know if Denver would have the uh, guts to leave Colorado College, you know. Uh, yeah. But maybe they would. I don't know. You know. But I I don't think we're done shuffling in college hockey. That this is
2: what what we have now is
1: permanent as far as leagues are concerned.
2: Yeah, and I I will say this: that first round of NCAA regionals was troubling. Oh, the
1: Big Ten thirty-six goals, the opposition four. Yeah. Now uh, I just had me on the competitive rink live podcast on Saturday. I saw, yeah, and I had to give him a little history lesson. <laughs> Even I could. I gave a history lesson. <laughs> the first hockey game I ever listened to mm-hmm. was the Gophers on the big neighbor WCCO, a playing RPI for the national championship. And they were in Broadmoor in March of '54. Okay. So I would have been. Eight, nine, eight, eight years old. And I remember listening to it, and I don't know why, because we weren't exactly living and dying with gopher hockey. But the gophers, we loved the gophers, and they had a chance to win a championship. So on the, the radio, I was listening to it. So five years ago, I went to look at some stuff from then. And that was back when it was a four-team tournament in the Broadmoor Arena. And they just picked two teams from the east and two teams from the west. You know, the w the west was the WCH8. That was it. Right. And then the east had maybe twenty teams or something. But the the west was kicking their ass so badly then that Michigan was so much better than everybody out there, and the there was a story. There were story. There were the big topic of conversation at the Friday at the. You know, they were big on luncheons oh, back then. The Thursday blue luncheon. Blue Clubs, baby. Yeah, the Thursday luncheon was, should the, should the West, the WCHA start deciding their championship by playing Canadian college teams instead of the non-competitive East? Okay. There were stories like this, and it was a big topic, apparently. You know, should we, University of Manitoba, instead of Colgate or somebody, whoever was playing hockey. And then RPI upset Michigan in one of the greatest upsets ever, because Michigan had kicked the Gophers' ass when they'd played them, and and then they beat the Gophers five four in overtime to win the national championship, and basically saved Eastern hockey for the future. You know, so interesting. I had no idea, but I you know ran across these right. You know, Jimmy Byrne was out there, and Dick Gordon, and these guys, and they were, they were writing about what are we going to do about the East? This is no fun. Right. Well, what are we going to do about the Big Ten now? My God, they can't. Colgate can't play against the Big Ten. The shocker was Harvard was supposed to be good, supposed to have more. Yep. It was supposed to be all the NHL draft balls. choices. Yeah, they were, and they eight oh. Uh, Woof. So, I don't. That was weird, but. Thirty-six to four. They're never been
2: like that. Yeah, that that what, was it. The second day of first round games was. Yeah, I they, watched just about a piece of every one of them, and they were awful. The
1: Gophers won uh, nine to two, and that was the. Uh, I there there was one other seven goal victory, an eight goal victory, and then Michigan ten, and they could have well, Michigan. Michigan was ahead about 8-1 to one and was, okay, they were going to let it sit like that. And then they somebody butt-ended one of their players, so they started scoring
2: five-minute major and started scoring That Fantilli again. kid, the yeah. freshman is fantastic. Mm. Where's Adam he gone? Fantilli. Where's, who, I don't know who, who drafted him? him. You know what? That, that's a good question. Uh, but he is, he is outstanding. In fact, I think he was Big Ten Player of the Year, which is pretty damn good when Nye's went and Gouli are in your <laughs> yeah, conference. right.
1: Uh, yes, I don't know where. Uh, I was just checking, yeah, the they uh they had a tough time with uh Mighty Penn State, though. But uh, that was Far- fun game. I don't know why. Uh, I like you know, it's okay, Fargo's okay, but why are we going to Fargo? They don't have college hockey and they got a 5,000 seat arena,
2: and North Dakota's the host, even though it's in Fargo. Yes. That's well, the other I thing, teams don't want to have to go up to Grand Forks. I don't know. Why don't we have it so that the regionals just fall w- with a real home team? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, how much whining do you
1: think would have taken place, though, if North Dakota had uh, won the CCHA, I mean, the NCC, NCHC, yep. and gotten into the tournament, and then uh, they had put them in Fargo to play the Gophers? Do you think the Gophers would have whined, and not the Gophers themselves, but their fans would have whined about having to play North Dakota on what's basically
0: their home ice? St. Cloud had to play them once in a regional that I covered in college, and Uh um, and it we didn't
1: think it was fair, right?
0: Yeah, North Dakota. I mean, it was yeah. North Dakota was hosting the site; they were the one seed. St. Cloud was the three. And it was all, as you can imagine, a sea of black and green because yes. they had the they, they basically had a home ice advantage in that in that tiny arena too. It's five thousand. Yeah, so it's It's, only 5, it's loud when North Dakota scores.
1: Apparently, uh, since you were there, they have. A, by the way, the last final they had there in that place five overtimes. UMD and Hoot. oh,
2: I watched that that's right. that game. UMD yeah. and somebody. Yes, that's the only thing I cared about.
1: No <laughs> overtime because we had a nine. Fifteen deadline
2: or something. UMD has think. a history, though, going back oh, to God. Costi going, going and back to Bowling search. Green. Going back when Louis search. was with Tom, Meese on ESPN, <laughs> yeah. right? And that well, game never ended.
1: Didn't they lose? Didn't they lose in three in the final, and then a yeah. four
2: in the semis the next year? Mid eighties, though, it was yeah. Costi, and I, I think that was the whole teams, right? Yeah,
1: that was Search was the coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they have so, a
2: long history of
1: oh, that. Oh God, incredible overtime. That's the trouble now. Last night we were playing for the Isabel Cup or Osolvo or whatever the hell. Who is she, by the way? Who's uh, who uh, the uh The, the Whitecaps. The Isabel. Uh, Isabel. Who's Isabel? Is it a person? Is it a a th- oh. I-S-O-B-E-L? Yep. Yep. No,
2: I, no, I know what it is. The uh, no, Whitecaps. Uh, it's the Lady Isabel, I think. Uh-huh. Gathord Hardy Cup. Often shortened to Isabel Cup. Okay, and Isabel was a big booster. Of, Named uh, after what? Lady Isobel Gathorn Gathor Hardy, one of the first known women to play the game, and the daughter of Lord Stanley. Really? Oh, okay. That's pretty. But strange. now I have a question: How how is that pronounced? That's actually a good point. I don't know if it's Isabel. because it's. I amazing. apologize if I'm wrong. Yeah, but
1: Lord Stanley's <laughs> daughter. Okay, Lord Stanley's daughter. Yes. Well, I happened to stumble across it, and. Uh, they were in overtime. Uh-huh. And they played 20, 20, 20 minute overtime, but they started off 3 on 3. They didn't, Oh, they did. Okay. No, they started off 3 on 3. So I uh, saw the winning goal. Okay. So the uh yeah, they were flying. They were they were a lot of opportunities uh in the 5 minutes I watched, but we we suffered our even though
2: yeah, I was, we I was, had a terrible season. It was the ninety-one we North loved. Stars. <laughs> that, that, that's what it was. They went and upset like Boston yes. in Boston in a 3 gamer yes. Boston was superior. It was the ninety-one North Stars. But how do we make the playoff when we didn't win eight games? Uh, does everybody go to the? I guess it must everybody must go to the playoffs. Bad at home. Hmm? I, I guess the problem was. Bad at home. We were bad at, at home. At Richfield, our our new arena. new arena. We might have to go back downtown. downtown yeah, St. but we Ball. sell beer now. We we do oh, like that. We could sell beer Yeah, okay. we yeah, we could sell beer at the new uh Well, let's see. I gotta
1: give credit to the Star Tribune. We ignore a lot of stuff now, but we were all over the iceable Cup uh going into uh Zagoda, I believe it was stuck doing the story on the Isable
2: cup. I I saw that.
1: the yeah. And then the uh the defeat,
2: so I've not seen today's paper yet, but I did I, see it uh, But advanced. when
1: I turned it on, they were interviewing someone from the between the uh, uh, end of regulation and the overtime, and it was a broat. That was a broat. Oh, they God, got, yeah. we got, I don't know. It wasn't Jack. And it wasn't, no, we got a lot of broats. We got a broats. It was a supply of broats. <laughs> Here's my only complaint I about like, that. Every time I think of the broat, I think of uh, John John C- <laughs> john c o'reilly doing uh the the bit that he does about the Broats.
0: did you i've never you know, seen i don't know if, i don't know if i know that one i know john c riley well but yeah well he does this
1: steve he does this character that's uh not very bright look it up Broat bro look it up the guy with the Broat. you know he's he says he's claiming he's a sea guy but he says the number one thing is don't fall out of the broat. But uh, anyway, the, yeah, it was a broat. Was
2: uh, the, they were interviewing so for uh, can the Toronto team not come up with a better nickname than the Six Six? Ooh, That's I my question. They, I bet they love it. Yeah, that yeah. reminds me of the old Star Tribune head, headlines: oh, Sex Tets. You U Five gets past Michigan State. Yes, in basketball, Cagers, yep. Cagers like
1: are cagers. five, and the hockey team. Was uh wasn't pucksters. What was it? What they use I but, don't remember what though. but they uh had
2: Sextet
1: was okay. very popular. Yeah. I, Sextet.
2: I just remember Go for Sextet uh wins. Like I just would think that Toronto, of all places, all the hockey markets rich with tradition of all sorts, could come up with something better than the amount of players that you have on the ice.
1: My introduction to uh being a actual sports writer, as you know, was the Duluth paper. Uh-huh. And the Duluth, you wrote for two cycles, which was a tradition with Knight Ritter. You had the, you had the morning News Tribune, and then you had the afternoon Herald. And the Herald, they would kind of slap the Herald together in the afternoon, like we did in St. Paul with the Dispatch Sports. And uh, uh, Ted, uh, they had a guy named Sid Peterson who've been there for a thousand years, and I had to, have to write the. Uh, advance on high school basketball for Tuesdays and Fridays. Everybody just played the same days then. And, you know, you'd pick some out game, but it would be the advance about. But the headline for two months, hot cage duels on tap tonight, 236 fit. Every time, made no difference. Made no difference who was pleased. You know, did really have to be a hot cage Duluth duel there. Central it? and East could be both unbeaten, playing each other hot cage duels on tap tonight.
2: Hey, Once was... you get something that works and fits, <laughs> yes, right? Once you get a head count that
1: fits, and, and two thirty-six was not an easy one to fit. Yeah. You get about three, they'd be fairly hot short. Ca- yeah, that's right. Hot perfect. cage duels on tap tonight and. I think they would were within one character of each other, so it wasn't you know you didn't want to have one line right one be shorter re-hold. than no. the other, but it was yes the uh, the old headlines and the and the uh, that they came up uh, for what uh, was on but anyway this is a hockey town now man how about your first place Minnesota Wild is this you know two thousand three they had the run and they they were good in this whatever they third, where were they? And they ended up with a bunch of points, really, that team, right? In 2003? 2003. 2003 they, had yeah. a, they had a good regular season. Yes. But we don't know what's going to happen in the postseason, but since then,
2: this is the shock of shocks, isn't it? To have them be this good? Yeah, well, what was the deal? So they they won one division title, was it the Northwest? It's, yes.
0: Like 07-08. And
2: they got bounced in the first round, and I don't remember a lot about that team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's pre crazy and Suitor, That had to be a very pleasant surprise at the time but the way that these guys have come on that's the thing. Were
1: the divisions smaller then too? Did They, they were smaller, they, yes. they went to these
2: basically they were
1: not conferences. As yes. I mean they went to the big eight team division. They were you know? definitely smaller at the yeah. time. So, but that's
2: back when they... I remember had we Vancouver had a little Calgary. fun
1: laughing at them that they made a big deal about
0: putting up the banner because it was their first banner, that's right? All they got. Well, it still sits up there, right? Yes, it does. And did you hear the breaking press release news from the Minnesota Wild today, what they announced? So they teased out that they had a major announcement in and in a press conference this afternoon. And Patrick, we have established the Minnesota Wild Alumni Association. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: It, but, it but we couldn't reveal that until the press conference? Apparently not. Okay, so but uh, we have enough players who played for them who lived in, live in town now that we can have an alumni association, yes. right? Yes.
0: It will. It will. It was created to help former players reconnect with their teammates and provide new opportunities and relationships with the current organization, both on and off the ice. And of course, we do have a coat from former captain Miko Koivu. Quote, there are a lot of former players like me that continue to make Minnesota their home. I am excited to be part of the Minnesota Wild Alumni Association and look forward to connecting with alumni and working together on events, initiatives that will strengthen our connection in the community we live in.
2: we have had an alumni room for 20 years. Yeah. You,
1: know, you know who has an alumni association? The Gopher Hockey Team on the ice. <laughs> yes. There's some generational stuff going on here, isn't there? There's got to be eight, nine guys that used to
2: dad or brother played here. Yes, yes, uh, that, that is a true one.
1: This is the last of the Brudzinskis, though, right? Yes, this is,
2: The, the Gophers have had until they
1: not. start to have kids. Yes, yeah, right. And, and yeah, they, they cycle through to college. Kids. Yeah, that's, uh, but there's a, uh, there is a lot of familiar names. God, this kid was
2: good, game. though, man, in this tournament. Yeah. yeah. Nothing but Hatcher. goals. You know what? That
1: Kanish is not that they were going to win the game or have any chance. That's one of the dumbest penalties I've ever seen made in my life. Leaving your skates to blast a guy 150 feet yeah. away from the net. What was that? It what no was You know, he's, he's from Switzerland. He must have been a. He's an Italian <laughs> kid, but he's from Switzerland.
2: He must have been a. You know. The guy was, who should have been pissed is the poor Canisius goaltender who until then had been fantastic. Oh, yes, right. Then he ends up. I saw some Jim Craig there for a yes, while. Yeah. And, and then after that, it's like, see you later. Uh, yeah. They. Uh, uh, it,
1: it was uh, not not good. Oh, I got to mention one more thing about the Fargo Arena, uh, Declan. Yeah. You, yeah. The press box. I don't know what oh, the press that. box was when you had it, but yeah. they had two rows of five seats. Yes. And I would say I was tied for about the fourth biggest guy there, the widest guy. <laughs> we had some wide asses in this place, yeah. and if somebody wanted to move – the whole place had to get up and move. It was unbelievable, and you can't see because everybody stands up when anything's going on. Yeah, so uh, it's I can't recommend it as a place for an NCAA region. I
0: I, I like it because it's smaller and it's intimate. I will say um, the press box is a little tough because yeah, I had, I had to call a couple games there and it was difficult. So you're not perched up, but then on TV, as Judd can you know, and you guys watch the first round of the games. I mean, those camera wells are. Hi. I mean it it they're up in those suites that I think are above yes, yes. Uh, that are above the normal general seating and whatnot. So it, it felt like you were watching that game from the G D roof basically. I didn't love that aspect from the T V set.
1: No, it was uh it was not uh not a I, I thought the same thing. I I I had deadline problems, so I watched the third period in the press box in the, because I had to type it. I I had no chance to type in that press oh, box. Oh, there was a press room? Yeah, there was a press oh, okay. room in the front. So anyway.
2: All right, opening day. We're drawing very close. Give me your enthusiasm. After all the missives that we've seen on our twins we've been from very, Fort Myers. We've been very optimistic. Yes, yeah, so you tell me, how, I, uh, how excited are you?
1: I pretty much hate the lineup. Okay. okay. Your optimum lineup, Arise leading off, he's not here. Hitting second, uh, Correa. He's here. Okay. Hitting third, Blanco. He's not playing. Hitting fourth, Buxton, he's going to be the DH. And he's basically, if he hits like Miguel Sano again, they're in trouble. Uh, hitting fifth, Alex Kierloff for my team. He's not playing. Yeah, uh, Miranda hitting sixth. Well, that would be the op Now Miranda's going to have to hit in the middle of the lineup, right? Mm-hmm. And then after that, a bunch of guys. You know, uh, catcher uh, Larnick. Mark's had a good spring. I guess he's, you know, they've always liked him as a hitter. And then Kepler's back, and we'll see. But uh, I don't like the lineup at all. I don't think they're going to score. Gallo, he got Gallo. What, where is he going to hit? Sixth, fifth, sixth? I don't know. Maybe the, guy's, the guy hit 160 last year. He strikes out thousands of times. It's uh, I, I don't like the lineup. I, I do not like the lineup. And. The pitching's got a chance, but my aide had a bad spring. Uh, Pablo Lopez is, is, looks like he's good. Uh, Sonny Gray will be competitive. Uh, you know, five right handers. That's another thing. They have no balance in their pitching staff. They only have two lefties, and they're both, you know, the lefties, they got two lefty relievers, but they're. I am. Uh, I think the team that they're playing uh, opening uh, weekend is going to be. Uh, I mean, uh, is is going to be much improved. Kansas City mm-hmm. got a lot of young young guys. they outfielders you never heard of, but they like their pitching uh, a lot better than they did last year when it was terrible. I got him for fourth. I got him for fourth, right mm-hmm. ahead of Detroit. Wow, right ahead of Detroit. I got him, Cleveland. Same, same old. You know, a little better than they were last year. Beavers healthy. They let Beavers pitch six and a third innings yesterday. Yeah, I know. You know we don't. They let him That's pitch. being lo- done around baseball. They let him the pitch along in the. They let him pitch longer in the Cactus League than we let our guys pitch in the regular season. Sonny Gray noticed that, by the, the way. Yes, by the way, had mentioned <laughs> it. I don't know huh, what what's to get excited about. And lineup wise, nothing. They're gonna uh michael a taylor why did i say A? guess that's his that's name by, no it's not michael a. it's you're, michael you're taylor conditioned. the other guy b or whatever he had been in the league for six years so bleep a but anyway you know what i've twice i've written that and they put the a in there the editors put the them. a i'm gonna put on top Don't
2: put a bleeping A in here in front of Taylor. The the desk at the strip is not well-staffed enough to have time to catch that one. (laughs) That's right. Tell him to catch the major stuff. That's right. Don't
1: worry about the A. (laughs) But the guy can't hit. And obviously, basically, they've told us, Buxton's not going to play center field for two months, and they'll see. That's my question. When is he going to play? Or is he going to play at all? Because Byron Buxton's a $100 million player. When he's playing center field. Yeah. Or a hundred and fifty million dollar player. When he's not playing center field, he's a glorified
2: Miguel Sano. So But now we know why he got the contract he got and took sure, it. Sure,
1: yes, he took it because he was worried about his knee. Uh but Polanco, that to me, okay, had some trouble last year. Have we did he get operated on?
2: I'd have to look.
1: Are they just waiting to cure the tendonitis? See, that's the other thing. Our fellas don't have good luck with tendonitis, no. as uh, no. has been proven. Well, and is Kirilov going to play?
2: I don't like, know. this is a pain threshold thing now. And every time he comes back saying it's still not right. I've said, well, I was told that
1: basically he's going to have to realize this is this is it, he's going to have to hit this way. Or and he's trying, I guess now. Yeah, he's trying. I'm not even faulting him. I'm just saying it's a pain threshold. But when you had a perfect swing at five years old, right, and now all of a sudden you're 25 and you're trying to hit major league pitching, and it hurts. I, I it's it's a really a to me it's a worst thing that's happened to him because I think he's the middle of the order hitter for 10 years. That's him and her. You know, people talked about him and Rice Lewis. No comparison in hitting potential between those two guys. By the way, you know what, Royce? We were going to wait for you to replace Correa. Now we're waiting for you for next year to replace Buxton as the center fielder, right? Or yeah. Mike, Michael Taylor, who's here for one. That's year. how we're talking now. Yes, yes it, he's going to end up being a center fielder. I don't know. I don't. What? What? What's to get giddy about? I think the bullpen's going to be better. I heard, I was like you. I listened to Glady and Morney for a while yesterday, and they're, they're trying to get up optimistic, and you got to be. It's the start of the season. That's the way you're supposed to be. And if I was down there, I might have, you know, heard some things that would make me more optimistic. But I, looking at it from a distance, I, they're an under 500 team, in my opinion.
2: So, yeah, I mean, they're going to need... If they're not, they're, the pitching is going to have to be much improved on both sides and their defense, because that's the other thing that we don't talk about enough. Last year's ball club was a really dumb club. They didn't run the base as well. Mm-hmm. They were butchers far too often in the field. That's the other thing. Like, is, are that's the why changes they went and got Daler. And Gallo.
1: Yeah, Gallinari. He can play, you know. I but kept,
2: he's gonna play first base. Yeah. Well,
1: I kept saying that they got him to play first base, and people, ah, he's an outfielder. He's a gold glove outfielder. Well, he's a good first baseman too. Yeah. He's yeah. he's a good he's a good defender. He's a terrible hitter. He gets some walks. Okay, but but the last six box scores I've looked at, he's been either zero for two or zero for three. When did he get his last hit, yeah, you know, I don't know. I. Yeah. You know, uh, no. We were stupid. As observers, we were stupid not to know, not to diagnose. Why did they do this? Right. Why did they get gallo? Well, Why did they do this when they have all these left-handed hitters? Because they need somebody to play first
2: base. Yep. Well, and the Taylor thing was, I mean, that one you That, one was, that, was a, you can't,
1: that one was a big
2: screaming headline. Yeah, this whole thing of Jake Cave and, the, and then Celestino as the backup to Buxton. You need a guy that's a starter.
1: Yes, you do. But
2: he's
1: not a guy who peaked as a hitter about four years yeah. ago and has been going downhill ever I since. I guess to go get the ball is what I mean. Yeah, yeah, right. And can strike out forever. But uh, so do you? Uh, do they pinch hit for him in the eighth inning? Then uh, are they going to have that? Or Are they just going to keep running him out up there and gallo? And uh, I, I guess I don't know how do you? There.
2: How can you look at that lineup and say wow? You know, I don't think anyone is. No. I think the narrative now is pitching and defense. That's what wins. Two thousand, the Bomba Squad. That was all messed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This is the
1: uh, we're gonna we're gonna be on the move a lot more. Well, I just texted uh, Lavelle and Miller to say, have they told you who the leadoff hitter is yet? That's probably gonna be Kyle Farmer, mm-hmm. who was a. Uh, Left, you know, was a spare player in in Cincinnati. Uh, I mean, he ended up playing a lot. But uh, I, I glad he and uh, Morneau were attempting to uh, get me excited about Kyle Farmer yesterday on the broadcast. I his versatility. But, yeah, because uh,
2: he's going to play a ton.
1: I'm sorry, I'm uh, Nick Gordon. Eh, you know, we might have seen the best he'll
2: ever be as a hitter last year. I guess I'll. I don't understand, and I didn't at the time the the desperate need to trade Arise. Nope, I don't either. I didn't.
1: I did not. I mean, pitching and obviously they didn't like. I mean, the guy if he's good, then then they can get away with it. But boy, not having him at the top of the order, I have no idea who's going to lead off. I w- I was thinking about that today, and I was trying to say, okay, who's- I know, I know, we don't look at lead off. I was going to say, yeah, right? <laughs> we don't look at it the way we used to, but you still want somebody in front of Correa, right? Yeah, I you-, you want somebody that's going to. Have- be on base so Correa can send him to third with a base hit or score him with a double, don't you? Yes. So, I don't. I don't like him. <laughs> I don't, and I. You know, I've been wrong before both ways. I like the team coming out of spring training in 2016, and they went 59 and 103. Mm-hmm. So, uh, got everybody hurt, but uh, but uh, I I don't know. It's uh, you know what else. About the twins, they don't give much coverage in spring training anymore. No, they don't. You know, I mean, we we got you know we the newspapers are there and they do their duty, but I don't know. Did any of the TV stations go down?
2: Yeah, uh, Joe Schmidt went down early for Channel Joe Five. Joe did go down for yeah, Channel Five. The rest of them I don't know. I don't. I didn't. I I don't watch it enough, but I didn't hear. There them. is little to no buzz.
1: Yeah, I will say true. that, and they're I mean, they're working hard trying to get the, so they can announce the uh, sellout for the opener, but I don't think they have a chance. So, yeah, well, you got the Wild playing out of their mind. Yep. You got the Wolves entertaining as hell. Yes. You know, you got the soccer fans who aren't going to go to any baseball games. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, if if the Wild, it's going to be, I think it's going to be bad for them as far as buzz is concerned. And if the Wild goes on a long run, it's going to be worse,
2: Mm -hmm. you know,
1: because if, If they get through a first round here, people are
2: going to get excited. They haven't done it in, what, six years? What, the Wild? Yeah. No, more than that, right? Eight? I think it was around 15. Was it 15? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, it's been a long time. Well, if they end up winning this division... Then they get to play a bad team in the in the first round, so yes. right? they, they've, they've got a real chance. Then, yes, yeah, they do. Colorado, if they if they have to play Colorado first round, that's a tough ask. Mm-hmm. But if they get, um, so they, they would be the se- if they win the division, they'd be the second seed because I think the West is or the Pacific is going to so have the top. The, the, so the you Pacific's get the seven-
1: Going to get what
2: Seattle like, and somebody else are both going to make the playoffs. Yeah, right? right now it looks like the Jets. And I think the Jets. Oh, would, the Jets are terrible. And I think it would be, I think it would be the top team in the Pacific against the Jets, probably. And so the Wild would probably get at this rate, Seattle. Mm-hmm. They can handle the Crackheads. Yep. we got the Crackheads here tonight, night, right? The, the preview had, of the Crackheads.
1: The Crackheads have uh, had a good season, though. They've been what? What has made
2: them competitive? Um, their goaltending is very suspect, but they could score goals. Okay, this kid that that actually played at Michigan, Maddie Mm-hmm. He has been fantastic. Really? Yep. They can score some goals. And they're coached by Dave Haxtall. Oh, really? Who has to be absolutely apoplectic that his defense isn't better. Oh, yeah. Because Dave loves the defense. Personality in a wall. Oh, but, God,
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I dealt with him just a little bit when he was in North Dakota. But uh, now he got fired in where? Philadelphia. Got fired in Philadelphia. And then he became an assistant in Toronto. Well, you can just get a job, you know. Oh, God, once yes. you've gotten a job and gotten fired in the NHL, you're in, man. You can't. Networking, uh... <laughs> man. The key is networking. Yeah, somebody somebody that used to work with you will bring you in and know that you'll, if you're a general manager and you want to tell the coach what to do, if he's yep. a guy who will listen, then, then you probably got a chance to get another job.
2: But if you're right and the Twins aren't that good, it's not going to matter. Yeah, no, that's true. You know, it's not going to matter what. The wild it's dogs. like it's my it's
1: like my weekly rant on the Gophers not playing Saint Thomas in basketball. Cause they think it would be embarrassing to lose. You're two and seventeen. You're embarrassed already. And how about Dutch? Yeah. How about Brian Dutcher? Could have been you know what? He could have been the Gopher coach, but he wouldn't have went to the final four. Don't worry about it. This is it is amazing though. It's old school basketball, man rebound guard the hell out of you you know treat every basket like it's a goal in hockey you know and uh and make it as physical as you possibly can which is interesting because that was never the style that his dad's teams played here and it wasn't really at when they were good at michigan i i can't remember how physical they were but they had the fab five so uh but I'm—he's I'm great, he's a really good guy, so I'm happy for him. You know, he's—I've had a couple of, three long, to, fairly long talks with him. Mm-hmm. He's really a really good guy. What a Final Four, though! Yeah,
2: how about that? It's going to
1: be the worst watched Final Four in the history
2: of man. How about what this has done? The current state of college basketball, like this, this even more proves where it's at too, though you know transfers yeah well transfer portal and and you know the blue bloods are not there anymore no all season i was saying what is going on here
1: why what where where are the the really good teams when houston was rated number one Mm -hmm. they happened to be on tv one day and they were they were rated number one half the season right or parts of the season yep i watched them for 10 minutes there was about three baskets scored. It was brutal. They won in the fifties, and I. This is a, you know, you're thinking Houston fly fly slam a yeah, no. jamma. They got a bunch of guys slogging up on the court, following the hell out of everybody, and uh, it's terrible. And Florida Atlantic, you know, that guy will be, you know, they'll, they'll when when they lose twenty minutes later, somebody's going to announce him as the coach. I got a hunch that uh the uh, yeah looking just looking at that roster I, I I think they might have relaxed their admission standards uh don't you Well they should have you know it's worked uh, you know it, I used to drive through that campus a lot when I'd go down and visit the ki- the grandkids because it would be a shortcut back to get to the freeway beautiful little campus but it's an old new modern campus you know modern buildings uh, when my stepson, Ryan was running the golf tournament down there, they were, he knew all of, all of them, all of Fort Lauderdale. They had a, they'd always have a ten at the, at the senior event. And, uh, you know, they, he'd deal with the, the, it's almost, I texted him and said, you're almost an alum with this. <laughs> he says, yeah, I used to know them all, but I think they probably all left by now. Cause it was a uh, five, six years ago mm-hmm. so, when he, when he left there, but, uh. I mean, they they got – A, they come at you. They don't care. They're not they're, – they're fearless. And B, uh, you know, just – these guys are good. I don't know. I think UConn's the favorite because of the way they're kicking the hell out of everybody. Where that came from, nobody knows. But uh, uh, I don't think anybody – if Florida Atlantic win – It'll be probably the biggest shocker since '63 when uh, Loy- Little Loyola in Chicago won. Uh, Jerry Harkness and those guys—was it '60? Well, it was '61, maybe it was '61. They Loyola won it and they beat Cincinnati in the finals. Mm-hmm. But it's—it's it's been you know sixty years since you had a team like this. A feel like this. Oh, yeah, this field's incredible. But you know what? People are saying, and it's great, it's exciting. Nobody's going to watch. Their, ra- <laughs> their, their ratings have been down when they had Kentucky and Duke and yes. those teams. So they're nobody, their TV ratings are going to be terrible. This is very reflective of where the sport is just at. It really is. Well, <laughs> I said this on Twitter, but Larnaga is the perfect coach for Miami. He's a grandfatherly, quiet type. And you don't know that they're buying everybody. Yeah. They're buying players on both the women. They got some guy who gives them over a million dollars to Isn't it great? go get recruits. You know, the, the, the one guy the kid from Kansas has got four hundred thousand for two years. I and the it. the Kansas State transfer. And then another guy has got a hundred grand and then you got the twins in the basket, the 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 cabin what is it? The their sisters. Name? The sisters, the Cavender girls, and the Cavender who, who are making eight hundred thousand a year on
2: Instagram and yep, stuff, doing TikTok it's videos. Fa- it's, it's fantastic. Fun. I love
1: it. Yeah the 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 biggest opponents to our attempt to uh, rein in TikTok because of the Chinese connections yep. have got to be ath- female athletes, right?
2: Because they they get the oh the youth of America will explode if this yes, is not allowed to continue yes yes it would be terrible the youth will not like that um, so if if the links were to they won't but if they were to finish last mm-hmm. a year from now who goes first Caitlin Clark or or Caitlin or Paige assuming they both come out
1: Kate, Caitlin
2: okay Caitlin put more people in the seats.
1: Yeah, every time you played a weekend game, you'd have 4,000 Iowans there. No, that's a
2: good point. Man, is she, I mean, that last night, triple-doubles, she's oh, unbelievable. Oh, she's good, and she is
1: feisty. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, I love it. She's, she's. <laughs> if they end up playing South Carolina, South Carolina, though, Dawn Staley will have those, those monsters of hers beat the hell out of her. They're going to. They're going to, she's going to face a triple team. And She'll go down with a
2: fight, though.
1: Oh, yeah. She will go down with a fight. Maybe a virtual, maybe an actual yeah, fight. She doesn't put
2: up with any yeah, crap. South
1: Carolina, though, is a different, different kind of beast. And uh, you know who's back in? Kim Mulkey. <laughs> Do you know anything about Kim? She coached, uh, where'd she, where'd she go? She was Baylor. Mm-hmm. She coached at Baylor. The, the craziest sideline person I've ever seen, including Bobby Knight. She's nuts. And she was, she abuses the officials. I saw her for a minute yesterday, of click channels, and she was screaming. She was reaming out an official, and they all sit there and take it from her. Former great player when Louisiana Tech was the story, but she got, she wears the high heels. She did anyway, and stops them on the floor. And uh, she's a, uh, She's a nutcase. She's easy to hate, but LSU hired her away from Baylor, and they're in the Final Four. So somehow she uh, she gets her done. What are we missing here? Uh, Wolves? How about that? Yeah. Wow. You
2: watched last night? Watched uh, last six seven minutes. That was a yeah. fun game. Oh god! Like it wasn't? They had a lot of
1: great games. It didn't look
2: great, but that defense. Whew. Yeah, at
1: the end it was terrific. I mean, Kyle Anderson is. He's the secret sauce, man. It's unbelievable. He'll make a turnover here and there, but uh, he knows what he's doing, and Connolly knows what he's doing. Yep. And Gatt goes three for 14. Look terrible, but he makes the – I said if if you have two free throws to win a game at the end, you want him to be shooting them, and if you got a three-pointer to shoot real quick at the end. what well, I love the fact that they didn't wait. Anderson throws in the ball, and I was like, You're open, shoot it. Because yep. they could have screwed around for eight seconds like they usually do, and then end up, but you're wide open. You're shooting it in rhythm, shoot it. But yeah, it's been a hell of a, it's been a, they're fun to watch, even when they stink. We talked about this,
2: but Nas. It's a s it's a tragedy they're gonna have to give him away. The Is depth that, but the depth that they have yeah. now, that's the thing that gets they got me. deep depth. They got yeah, they got they deep got.
1: depth, as they used to say. Uh and Prince, you know, he's the machine that beats the next, and he only got what, you know, played twelve minutes well, or something. Well, how about Jay
2: McDaniels had a god awful night, but he shut but Steph Curry, you could barely see him on the floor for yes. that last possession because yes. he was so covered he's great by him. defensively. McDaniels
1: has got to start making clutch free throws. He's he's went to the yeah. line and he's went to the line in game situ- winning situations about six times. They've won some of those games, but he one for two is the best he's got.
2: So I don't know. But Ant and Cat were both awful last night shooting mm-hmm. wise. Yeah, and they still won the damn game because they played such good defense.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it is uh, very unusual to say the least. Now tonight the Kings might. Put they might back to back. They might in the way the Kings score points. They might put one thirty on them. But they get one more win on this road trip. If they they got the Suns too, who who are very have not been nearly as good as they were last year. Uh, so they be if they squeeze one more out. But they've uh, they got a, it. It is amazing how you. Your two best players allegedly. Your two best players are not playing, and you can still put a respectable product on that court. Yes, which they did. So. Yes,
2: I think the fact that D'Lo is gone is helping oh, everything yes, too, is. don't you? Yeah, Conley.
1: Conley, when he first came here, I mean, Connolly isn't a great defender, but he defended. He defended right. in game-winning situations, and uh, yeah, D'Lo
2: is. He's a, he's an adult. Right. That's exactly he's an what I adult. said. Adult. Yep. Yep, he knows what he's supposed to do. Yes, and he tries to do it. Yep, exactly. All right, you good? I think I'm good, yeah. Opener, uh, it's not
1: quite the same anticipation when you're opening on the road, is it? And they're gone for a week. Yeah,
2: Kansas Kansas City. And then the arch rival, Marlins, with Louie
1: for the second series.
2: Yes. I hope he gets eight hits in
1: (laughs) Uh, They are going to miss that fella at the top of the order, that is for sure. I don't know how he's adjusting to being ready to hit with eight seconds on his shot clock, though. Yeah, that's a good point. That's, uh, that could be, that could, uh, he isn't done walking around the... the yeah, good the, point. Yeah. Potentially not well. He could get a lot of calls. Uh, he could get a lot of strikes called for stepping out of the box a second time. Uh-huh. So, all right. You've heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple.